Welcome to the Talk podcast with ideas strategist Linda Reed Enever. Talk is where we chat about ideas and inspiration you can use to market your business. Get ready for practical tips you can implement today with your host, Linda Reed Enever. Hi, everyone. Linda Reed Enever, and welcome back to another Tips Tuesday session. This week, we are delving into the world of one of my favorite spaces on the internet. And that might be because I'm a little bit biased, but it is Facebook groups and it's Facebook group communities. And the reason we're delving into the world of Facebook groups today is I've seen some comments and some chats from people about whether they should be running a Facebook group for their business. Um, what is it? How should I run it? What should I do? And all of those sorts of things. So I thought it was time to come back in a format and share with you my tips for running a Facebook group, how to run it, how we do it, um, how to look after your Facebook group. Hey, Michelle, how are you this morning? And how to get the most out of a Facebook group and a community for yourself. So strap yourselves in for today's Tips Tuesday session, grab a notepad and paper, or you can obviously come back and watch it in replay mode later. <laughs> Uh, but grab a notepad and paper because I've got some tips and I've got some notes here that I want to share with you guys this morning regards it we're running a Facebook group. First of all, what's my street cred? Okay, my street cred is that I've been running the business, business, business Facebook group since 2014. We founded that community. There's six years of looking after it, almost seven years of looking after that space. We have seen lots happen inside Facebook groups in that time. We've seen lots of transitions. We've seen lots of movement. And we've seen the world of Facebook grow and the focus of community in particular grow in the world of Facebook. And there is no place where community comes together better than Facebook groups. It's about where people come together and they chat and they've normally got a common interest and they've normally got a common goal. So that when we're looking at creating a Facebook group, that's the first thing we want to look at is, you know, what is, what's the goal? What's the community that we're going to create? Now, before we delve into that, Let's delve into why we would why would we create a Facebook group? So there are lots of theories out there about creating Facebook groups. And I love to say, you know, I keep saying this, it's a new buzzword, create a Facebook group, build your authority, build your expertise. I absolutely you know, teach a course on that one. But however, there are a couple of questions we need to ask ourselves before we create that Facebook group, before we make that community to make sure that actually running a Facebook group is for us. Facebook groups are amazing. They come together, people integrate, it helps build your profile, but it takes a bit of work to run a Facebook group. So the first question we have to ask ourselves is, do I have time? If I'm already time poor, if I'm already, you know, doing too much, then maybe running a Facebook group where I need to show up daily, and you do really need to show up daily for your Facebook group, is maybe not the best option for you. Now, there's a couple of features that we need to talk about too about Facebook groups and pages and differences. So running a Facebook group in a community, yes, you can have a more personalized connection with people. And that's what we want to do as business owners. We want to have a personalized connection with people. But a business page is where your ads can be run from, where you can add different features and you can do different things. So there is still a place for business pages alongside Facebook groups. And the other thing that we need to understand is that in a Facebook group, we are we have to moderate it. We have to look at the time. We have to look at the posts. We have to look at the keywords. And Facebook have tightened up the rules quite a lot now about, you know, fake news being distributed in your group. You know, you need to get on top of that and your group quality and all of those particular things. So now more than ever, it's important to make sure that you set your guidelines and you get everything straight when you're running a Facebook group from that area and from that angle. So the first question um, that we need to ask is, why do I want to run a group? 
So we've talked time, we've talked we've times one of them, but why do I want to run a group? What is it that you want to get out of it? If it is to purely to sell to people and you don't want to throw some education in it, you don't want to show some stuff and you want, don't want to share the limelight with anyone else, as I like to say, then maybe a Facebook group isn't, isn't the right space for you. Running a Facebook group is all about making sure that we create a community and a space. And that means as admins, we need to share the limelight and we might even share the limelight with other experts within our field because they do things differently to us. Um, but we need to look at why do I want to run it? What's the outcome that I want from this group? Is it sales? Is it education? Is it profile building? Is it, you know, is it part of my marketing tree? Is it where people get to meet me and then start to climb up the tree and find my service offerings? But what do we want? What do we want first and foremost out of running a Facebook group? Now, if you ask me why we started Business, 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 my clear indication about why we started that Facebook group, and I'll pop it through in the comments for you guys just in case you don't have access to it. Um, what we, The reason we started Business, Business, Business is I wanted to create a supportive space for business owners. And we wanted to make sure that business owners were given the ability to interact and connect and, and share and network with each other in such a support, supportive space. And that is why we created the business, business, business group. Why do we do that? Well, Clive and I are both business coaches. You know, I'm a marketing coach. Clive's a, Clive's a business co a business strategist. And in the reality, in the end of it, we had not a lot of knowledge to share. And what we were wanting to do was making sure that we could share our knowledge and our expertise with people, but also bring together a very good community of business owners who can network together and support each other. Because as coaches and as strategists, we know that business life you know, it can get boring and get tough sometimes. And, you know, your friends and family don't always understand it. And that's part of the reason we created that community and that space for business owners was, was that one. If you ask me why we created the Course Creators Circle, it is about building my expertise as a coach, as a coach and a course creation expert. But it's also to just allow a little bit more focused discussion inside the course creator circle on course creation, which, you know, with 32,000 members inside business, 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 not all of them are going to be course creators. So we created a group for course creators called the course creator circle. And look, that's just sharing my tips on how to market courses, how to do all of those areas from there. Now, when we're creating our group, we can look at the opportunity of monetizing that group. And that's going to be part of what we do. So you might look at when you're creating a group, you might look at having a, a what I call a mastermind or a freebie group or a big group, so your, your community and your first community, and then you might break off into little groups like the Course Creator Circle and, you know, in my case, the Marketing Circle and in Clive's case, the Business Wisdom Circle that will launch next year. And all of those communities break off and have their own little discussions. Now, some of those communities might be put together as part of access to a membership program or a course. For example, my Marketing Circle membership course, it is. It's That group's only available to the people who are a Marketing Circle member and they've got the course library and they've got all of that information. So we need to look at our purpose. Is it supporting a program? Is it building our expertise? Is it creating community? Because they're the key foundation things that we need to look at when we're looking at admin groups. So what will our group do and what outcome do we want from it? So from my point of view inside BBB, the outcome we want is a supportive business community that talks together. Did we think about the websites and that sort of stuff when we started? No, we delivered that because the community asked for it and that's how the community grew. 
The other question that we need to ask ourselves, apart from the fact of do I have time, is who will admin with me? Now, inside our groups and our communities, having a team here, there's Clive and myself, and then there's you know other admins and mods that inside our team that will look after those groups and those spaces. Now, fortunately, with Facebook um, bringing in pages and being able to interact as a page within a group, all of our mods and that are able to access the groups as the business page now in those profiles and in those spaces. And that just gives them a little bit of anonymity. Um, and it just means that we continue to keep moving the group forward. But you need to look at who will admin with you. And when you look at who will admin with you, um, inside the uh, Creating Communities with Facebook group, I've actually got an interview list that, um, that you go through um, and making sure that you interview your admin and you know it might not be the best thing to choose your best mate to admin with you. Do you have the same philosophies? Can you keep emotion out of it? Because in adminning a Facebook group, it gets emotional at times. I'm going to be really honest. Uh, can you keep emotion out of it? And can you have a conversation about the group without it getting personal? So you might want to look at who can admin with you. If you've got an internal team and an internal staff who know who you are and what you do, then that would be my suggested way to do it. But if not, you know, you definitely want to have a backup admin just in case your account gets blocked or something happens. So you know that's maybe where you wrote the husband or the partner or the wife into, into that one and make sure that you know they're your backup admin. But then really make that clear about who's going to admin with you. So we need to look at who's going to admin, what's, what's the group going to do, do we have time to run the group, what value will that group add? There is no point in creating another Facebook group out there if it's not going to add some value, if it's not going to add something to the Facebook community. Now, you, there could be groups out there on the same topics to you, but your group might do something slightly differently or it's going to you know, change around. So that's the value that it's going to add. What are people going to take away from being part of that community? And again, I'm going to refer back to our groups to help you with this, but you know, in business, 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 it's all about education. It's about getting that support. It's about learning what you need. In the course creator circle, it's about learning tips about course creation tips and, and those sorts of things. And inside the marketing circle, it's all about learning marketing and asking your marketing questions and getting the guidance. But knowing the answer to what value do you add to your course? You no, know, so you might be a nutritionist, for example, and you might share a whole range of nutritional tips. You might be a property investor, for example, and you might share different strategies or you might have a members only area for your clients to be involved in and get value adds. And we see lots of software organisations running Facebook groups to support their software and their tool so that the community can not only get together and talk and ask questions, but they can educate each other and they can share their journey and the, the benefits and the, the pluses of using a product and being able to answer questions. And for those of you who know me from the Thinkific community, I'm a Thinkific approved expert. And it, yeah, part of the way I, that happened was because I shared my knowledge and my expertise on course creation inside that group and inside that community and my commitment to turn up and give back to course creators is to share knowledge and expertise inside that space. Okay, so what value will it add? How will it help you? How will it help? Do I have the time? And what the other one is what guidelines? What are going to be the guidelines? Now, your guidelines when you create a group can be as tight or as relaxed as you want them to be. There are Facebook terms of service for running a community and running a group, you know, like not distributing fake news, making sure that, you know, we don't have any blocked reports from Facebook and we, we stick with the topic of the group is inside Facebook's terms of service. But what guidelines would you like? Now, we don't have swearing inside of our Facebook groups. Now, for those of you who know me, I can swear like an absolute trooper. In fact, you know, daily, there's most probably lots of swearing inside this office. However, what I do know is swearing is also a very emotive topic. Um, and we made a decision very early on inside BBB that swearing in any form, whether it was marketing, whether it's start out or anything like that, would create 
issues for us as admins in the group. It's normally where things go emotive and especially in the world of the internet where things are read and they may be not interpreted with the same tone that you're looking for, that became a problem. So we decided inside that space we would look at making sure that there was no swearing. We made sure that, you know, what could be said and we made sure that we didn't want other people running each other down. We didn't want people running fellow members down and we didn't want people, you know, feeling stupid for asking the question that you need to ask inside business. So we made sure that inside that space, our guideline was there. And if you need to have a look at a set of guidelines, our business, business, business ones are most probably the best. They're pinned to the top of our group and they talk about when you can promote, when you can get involved. Do we have theme days? We don't have theme days, but um, we'll talk about that one a little bit later when I talk about engagement, but making sure that you um, have your guidelines set. Your guidelines are the foundation for the group. They are what you are accept, you, you're prepared to accept. So making sure that you put your strong guidelines in place. And especially if you've got a paid membership group, in those ones where you are the spotlight and you're the teacher, make sure that you have your guidelines in place around how you're going how you're going to be teaching and, and whether advice from others in the industry is welcome or not. Okay, I'm gonna come back to my top tips in a second. I want to talk about creating engagement because the biggest thing about doing a Facebook group is we need to create engagement first and foremost. And if we're not creating engagement inside of our Facebook group, then we are struggling in a number of ways to get it seen, to have it feed up the algorithm because Facebook likes things when you are creating engagement. And I've got a podcast episode. I was actually just listening to it to grab some tips that I'm going to pop into the feed as well about creating engagement in your Facebook group. So engagement means comments, it means likes, it means posts inside the group. And as you start to understand your group stats and all of those sorts of things, you'll start to see what the engagement is like. Um, but we definitely want to be creating engagement inside of our Facebook groups. We don't want crickets. We're not putting this group together <laughs> to have a series of, of no one posting or no one commenting on our posts. And that gets disheartening when it comes through to it. So when we're looking at creating engagement, the first thing we actually need to do when we're looking at creating engagement is actually making sure that we are asking people to do something. We're asking them to have a conversation. We're asking them to join in with us because quite often we're posting stuff and we're not asking questions. We're not having conversation starters. We're not, you know, allowing people to be able to get engaged with the group. So when you're putting your guidelines together, make sure that they are going to foster engagement. So our key things about fostering engagement is show up daily. Now, if you can't physically show up every day inside your group, then look at automation tools like Meet Edgar and those ones that will help you by being able to have some automated posts and some conversations or use Facebook scheduler to be able to schedule a series of posts that will come out. Foster conversations and support. So ask people, how are they day going? What are they working on? What's happening inside their world and their business? Because or, or their life or their journey or whatever community that you have them taking on. Ask questions, poll your people. They love polls, they love getting engaged in polls and polls are great, Facebook love them for engagement. Go live in those communities if you can. If you can share a live engagement and you can share with people and you can educate your market by going live and sharing tidbits of information and stuff that you don't share everyone else they like it I do say you need to share the spotlight if it's an open group and it's in a combination try and share the spotlight let others have the the expertise and you know if you're running a, a community for all your people then you know congratulate them when they win or they get their course launched or something along that line share the spotlight and make sure that you use it and use a variety of content styles now we know video is king when it comes to the world of social media that is what they're wanting us to use but that doesn't actually mean that our community or our Facebook group is going to engage with that. So when you're creating that content for that group, mix it up, 
use the polls, use the video, use the live stream, use some text, use some chat. And if you've got the new Facebook Q&A features that are coming out inside groups, maybe have a look at using rolling out a few of those. There are definitely some new features coming out in Facebook groups over the next couple of months. And if you get them before me, I'll be, I'll be a little bit jealous, but I'll get over it. <laughs> but I'd love to hear if you've got one of those features, whether it's a Q&A feature or anything like that, and it's working for you. Okay, to wrap up today's session, I'm just going to take a sip of water and we'll give you the final top tips. It has been a longer tips Tuesday. I hope this has helped those of you who are looking at running a Facebook group. Please let me know in the comments. Okay, set your to my top tips for running a Facebook group. Uh, set your guidelines early. Encourage your people to be active. And that means starting conversation starters. And that could be as simple as, you know, what's your coffee cup look like? Or what's, what's on your desk today? Or, or what does your weekend look like? And encouraging people to put photos in. This is a big one. Not everyone will like the guidelines or the community that you create, and that is absolutely okay. You don't want to foster a large community of people who hate your guts. You want to foster a community of people who are engaged and going to participate. So if they don't like it or they you know, don't like the feel or the vibe of what you've created, chances are there's a community out there for them that fits, or they can go and make their own. One of the biggest things that I had to learn early on, and I took it quite personally, really, and I still do occasionally, um, that some, not everyone was going to like the group. And if they didn't like the group, that was fine. I didn't have to take it on. I knew that our community would grow while well, I was creating something different. I was creating something different out there in the world of Facebook. I didn't want support, didn't want people running down other business owners. I didn't want people degrading others or making people feel stupid for asking questions. And if someone had a differing opinion, we wanted it done in a respectful way and not telling the other person they're stupid or they're idiots and that sort of stuff. So that's part of where we came from. And when we admin some of that stuff from those people who get into those heated moments that want to tell people that their question is stupid or how we do something, though were the moments in time where people would come back and the attacks would get quite personal um, on us and the community but once you realize that they're not for them and you're not for them the community's not for them and you're not for them that's fine and use those features use that moderation feature you know if you think they're for someone who's just maybe had a bad day you can mute them now but if you know if you need to you block and ban and and that becomes part of that community so so to please don't take it personally don't you know take it to heart not everyone's going to love your group and that's fine you know, let it go, go through that process. And my final top tip about our group was once we know our guidelines and we know our community and we know our things, is making time daily to pop in and, and be part of that community, whether it's via your phone, via a computer or whatever it is, popping in regularly to, to participate with your people, whether that's liking or commenting on a post. Set those guidelines early. And then one final tip for you is no one knows your group exists if you don't share it. So add it to places like your email signature, pop it on your Facebook page, maybe pop it in your newsletter and invite people to come and join the community. And look out for three days and threads inside the business, business, business group where we open it up to other groups and we say, you know, do you run a Facebook group? Pop your group in here. But please do not do what I see lots of people do, which is, hey, I've just started a Facebook group. Who would like access to it? And all the comment below stuff or go and join a Facebook group and try and build yours off it. So, you know, here's my Facebook group, come join, have a chat. You know, show respect to your fellow admins. And if you show respect, then chances are they're likely to recommend your group to other people and vice versa. Okay, that's it for this Tips Tuesday session. I hope you have enjoyed the tips about running a Facebook group. If you do run a Facebook group, this is your invitation to add it to the comments below so that people can find it and they can network with you and they can, you know, discover what your group is. But remember to follow 
follow the best practices for both Facebook and YouTube, no matter where you're watching. Make sure that you're adding a description about what your group is about. You pop the link and details in so that our people can connect with you and they can find the information. Uh, next Tips Tuesday, I haven't decided what we're going to be talking about yet. So if you've got any ideas about what you want to know about inside my world of my head of things that I market, feel free to add that to the comments too. Um, but we do have a webinar coming up on Thinkific Tips and Tricks. For, course, for those in the course creation space, which I'll just be opening up my black book and going, hey, did you know you could do this? And it will be a series of tips and tricks along the way. And we um, have the business life. We have a limited number of stock. There's about five gold ones left. A limited number of stock of the business life planners all on the website. And you can find them at businessbusinessbusiness.com.au. Both the webinars and the events are all on the website there if you need to get, at, get there and have a look at that throughout the period of time. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talk with Linda Reed Enova. Make sure you subscribe via your favourite podcast app so you don't miss the next great episode. You can find more ideas and inspiration at lindareedenova.com.au.